You're listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang, founder of Moxie Club. When you're looking for lasting weight loss, join us here for the mindset you need, a dash of inspiration, and stories that will bring it all to life. Episode number 27. Well, hey there, everyone. Happy Monday. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Happy and Healthy podcast. So I was looking at the news this morning, and I saw that Boris Johnson, who is the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, is urging his fellow citizens to lose weight. He actually released a video earlier today saying that he's lost about 14 pounds. So apparently he's been going on daily morning runs with his dog, Dylan. And he said, and I quote, the great thing about going for a run at the beginning of the day is that nothing could be worse for the rest of the day. (laughs) Nothing could be worse for the rest of the day. Maybe something is getting lost in translation, but it sounds like he's getting the thing he doesn't like over with. So with that perspective, how long do you think his fitness routine of going for a run is going to last? So if you're at all curious, it's like a two-minute interview where he's promoting weight loss to help with reducing your risk of really negative outcomes for COVID-19. And in case you didn't know, he was actually hospitalized for it and wound up in the ICU back in April. So aside from reducing the adverse outcomes from contracting COVID-19, there is another reason he's encouraging people to get more active. It's that obesity is costing the UK's National Health Service billions of pounds a year. And well, of course, the same thing is happening in the US. Obesity and all the related chronic diseases like high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, and heart disease is costing the U.S. billions, if not trillions of dollars every year. And so Johnson's tweet directs you to a website where you can download the free NHS weight loss plan to help you start losing weight. And then it promotes three other weight loss plans. Get Slim, Weight Watchers, and Slimming World. So if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that I'm in full support of his intention. So Johnson goes on to say, I've always wanted to lose weight for ages and ages. And like I think many people, I struggle with my weight. It goes up and down. But since I recovered from coronavirus, I've been steadily rebuilding my fitness. Actually, at his age, he is 56 years old. It would be really good if his fitness routine included both cardio and strength training. 
So according to Dr. Kenneth Cooper, who is the father of aerobics and the founder of the Cooper Institute in Dallas, your fitness routine is best if you have a mix of both aerobic or endurance conditioning and strength work. So he recommends an aerobic strength balance, which changes depending on how old you are. So at age 40 and younger, he suggests 80% aerobics and 20% strength. From ages 41 to 50, he recommends a ratio of 70% aerobics to 30% strength. And then for 51 to 60 years of age, which would be Boris Johnson, he actually recommends 60% cardio to 40% strength. And then 61 and up, it's 55% aerobics to 45% strength. So Cooper says that a good rule of thumb is that you should always include at least 50% aerobic or endurance work in your personal fitness routine regardless of your age and sports interest. However, we want to have at least the minimum percentage of strength work in order to prevent the dramatic loss in strength and muscle mass that comes with age. So, of course, his guidelines for different ages are only averages, right? You would want to look at the ratio also depending on your personal goals. But when it comes to weight loss, I want to be really clear here. For most people, 80% of your plan needs to come from your diet. And 20% I would attribute to exercise. So here, By diet, I mean the kinds of foods that you habitually eat. So I'm not talking about a special course of food where you're restricting yourself, where you say things like, I'm going on a diet. So either you're restricting how much you're eating or the kinds of foods in order to lose weight. I am talking about what you eat habitually. So in Boris Johnson's tweet, he starts off with the statement, losing weight is hard. And while I wish him the best, I really hope he finds a way to reframe how he thinks about weight loss. Because I will tell you, if he continues to think about weight loss as hard, And that the great thing about going for a run at the beginning of the day is that nothing could be worse for the rest of the day. Then this fitness routine isn't going to stick. Because the way he's thinking about it really makes it far less sustainable. And again, if this is truly about being healthier, then we also need to address what he's eating, how much he's eating, and why he's eating. So perhaps his morning runs 
will actually become a keystone habit for him, meaning it'll trigger some additional new habits that do include changes to his eating habits. So speaking of eating, I really wanted to spend some time today talking about the point system that's integral to Weight Watchers, which has now been rebranded as Wellness Works, but really it's still focused on weight. So for those of you who aren't familiar with their point system, it goes like this. And this is directly from their website. Every food and drink has a smart points value and the calories establish the baseline. Protein lowers the smart points, whereas sugar and saturated fat increase the smart points. So servings of food are signed points based on four criteria, calories, saturated fat, sugar, and protein. And then every Weight Watchers member completes an assessment that covers their goals and their preferences, and then is assigned a daily as well as a weekly points goal based on their height, weight, age, and gender. So on the Weight Watchers app, you get a personalized number of daily smart points, plus some extra weekly smart points for the days when, as they say, you need a cushion. So that's basically your smart points budget, okay? Now here's where it gets tricky. On the page where they're explaining this point system, question number four reads, can I save smart points that I don't use? And the answer is, yes, you can. Up to four daily smart points you don't use will automatically roll over into your bank of weekly smart points. And then question number five, how do weekly smart points work? And the answer is, your weekly smart points are there for you when you need them, like a parachute or a really awesome dog. You can use them bit by bit, all at once, or not at all. It's totally up to you. But you can't carry them over to the next week. So use them or lose them. (laughs) Use them or lose them. Of course I'm going to want to use them, right? So your daily points budget is also now associated with a green, blue, or purple plan. So the difference here is that the ratio of smart points and zero point foods changes depending on the plan color. So smart point foods are things like bacon, white rice, tortilla chips, white wine, cookies, pasta, margaritas, Beer, you get the idea, okay? Zero point foods, on the other hand, are foods that were specifically chosen by the Weight Watchers nutrition team because, and I quote, 
they form the foundation of a healthy pattern of eating. So let me repeat that. The zero point foods are foods that form the foundation of a healthy pattern of eating. In other words, when you look at their app, five servings of fruit and non-starchy vegetables on the blue plan wouldn't count as any points for your day. Okay, so the green plan has more smart points to zero points and the purple one has more zero point foods to smart point foods. And then if you look at the website, the question of is one better than the other has the following answer. Nope. Each one is based on our proven smart points system and all are designed to give you similar weight loss. The one that's best is the one that gives you the most flexibility because that's the one that will be the most livable for you. And this is why I say that Wellness Works is still focused on weight because clearly a plan that focuses more on the zero point foods would be better for you. So let me be clear. I don't question the intent of the smart point system, but the structure will drive some behaviors that really are not helpful for weight loss. So years ago, I remember asking my sister, who's a family practice physician, what she thought of Weight Watchers and whether she recommends it for her patients. So she thought it was helpful in teaching people about portion control. And well, to the extent that you get to see how much food makes up your daily budget. So again, points ultimately correspond to the calories, but take into account the nutritional value. But what I have found is that this system actually creates the desire to save points. And saving points ultimately makes weight loss harder. So just like Boris Johnson's comment, the great thing about going for a run at the beginning of the day is that nothing could be worse for the rest of the day. He's triggering a state of scarcity. You see that, right? It's not abundance. Start your day off with the worst thing like a run. Really? <laughs> so when it comes to saving points, here's what that conversation might sound like for you. You can't eat this cookie because you have to save your points for that margarita you want to have on Friday. So what happens when you say this to yourself? You've now put your attention on not having a cookie that you want. Or you risk not having enough smart points at the end of the week for a margarita. So do you see how that is triggering deprivation? Can't have the cookie you want. And scarcity, not having enough points. And now as a result, you've placed your attention and focus on the cookie and the margarita. 
So what do you think the chances are that you're going to want to eat more of those things? As a matter of fact, the smart points system can easily lead to having a saving points habit. So does that make weight loss easier or harder? Harder, right? So now that I've ruined the whole smart points thing for you, <laughs> let me explain an easier way. How about simply focusing on the one key habit that I recommend of eating five servings of fruits and vegetables a day? So if you're only eating three servings a day, I would want you to focus on finding ways to eat two more servings. Or you could focus on drinking more water. And I'm always saying half your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 160 pounds, then half your body weight would be 80. So 80 ounces of water is basically 10 glasses of water. So with these habits, your body will benefit from all the nutrients it's missing. You could be preventing dehydration. And that also then means that you might end up experiencing fewer cravings for those sugary and salty foods because your body is getting the nutrients that it needs. And for a lot of my clients, they also wind up having less heartburn and indigestion. So by focusing on this, guess what? You'll naturally lose weight in the process because the cravings that you've been struggling with disappear. So how does that sound? Right? The goal is for this, the five servings of fruits and vegetables, or the water to become a habit. And then when it's a habit, it doesn't require much effort. And it's not hard. Because losing weight doesn't have to be hard if you have the right strategy. So let me repeat that. Losing weight doesn't have to be hard with the right strategy. It can be easy. So I'll wrap things up today with a challenge for you. Okay. Starting today and for the next seven days, I want you to just focus on eating at least one serving of veggies with each meal. And preferably start with the veggies before you eat your protein and any starchier foods, if you can. That's it. Just that one thing. And I'll end this podcast with the following quote by Thomas Edison. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen C-L-U-B dot com. And sign up for a free 20-minute coaching session with me. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens.